Good morning again. It's good to have each and every person here. We got a lot to cover, so I'll go ahead and get into it. We'd like to recap what we went over last week. The foundational scripture was First Peter 1 and 7. It says, These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Through your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith it remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. The few points we talked about last week, the trials of life, oftentimes feel like gaps in our life. And we thank God we're not where we once were, but we're still not, we still find ourselves frustrated that we're where we're not where we want to be. God uses the gaps to grow our faith and to keep us focused on Him, right? That's what we talked about. And keep us dependent on Him. We also talked about that our praise is what sustains us. Finding your praise grants access to breakthrough, right? A new song, we also talked about this. You get your breakthrough, a new song can declare a new season, a new beginning or a new season. Now I'd like to get into the second part of the gap. It is, the first point we have is, when we believe enough and the promises declare it, we will experience breakthrough in our lives. When we believe the promises enough, we'll experience breakthrough in our life. And a lot of times, us as Human beings, when we have that gap that we feel like there is a gap between us and the Father, is when we're trying to do stuff on our own and do stuff in the flesh, and there will always feel like there's a gap there. But when we believe in the promises, that's when you actually get your breakthrough because you start listening to the Word of God more than you're listening to your circumstances or advice from worldly people. You got to let the, the promises of God speak louder than any situation that you may face. Okay, our foundation of Scripture this morning is in Matthew 6. It says, And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that they are here today and thrown in the fire. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. So as we talked about the promises, that's what reassures us, and we shouldn't 
worry like unbelievers worry because we know where our help comes from. Amen? We know that we have refuge. We know that he's our strong tower. We know that all our help comes from him. But there, like I said, there will always be gaps when you try to do everything in the natural. When God asks you to do something, a lot of times what keeps us and makes us feel like there is gaps is a lot of times it's so big. When God asks you to do something, a lot of times it's so big for you to do it in the natural and that's the reason it feels like a gap because everything that he assigns you to do is for you to use your faith. This is an opportunity for you to use your faith. But you can't worry. Worry and worship at the same time. You can't be angry and anointed at the same time. And it's, it's things like this that the enemy tries to use to cause gaps to break that direct line of communication with us and the Father. The anointing breaks the joke. So if I stay in his presence and stay saturated under the anointing, all the things, all the gap that the enemy keeps trying to set up for me, that I'll walk through them in victory. As long as I'm under his presence and saturated with him. But when I come out from under that, that's when I'll trip and fall and, and feel like I, I can't make it, that I'm not good enough, that I can't do it. And that's, what, again, when I'm looking at my me instead of looking at him. But in Matthew 6 and 26, I wanted to read this. It says, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, and neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? That's one of my favorite verses. Because the birds of the air, he provides everything for them. They don't have to worry about it. And that's the same way that it is with us. He's saying, are you not more precious than they? So if he takes care of the birds of the air, how much more will he take care of you? And also, as long as you're looking at, you've got to change your perspective of how you look at things. As long as you look at things from the natural or the flesh, as I would say, your finances from week to week can look like a big deal if you live check to check or you struggle. It can look like a big deal. But if you change your perspective and know who you are in Christ and look at things like it says, that I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places, when I start looking at things from heaven... I see then that my situation is not so big because my father, he owns a thousand hills and the cattle's on them. You see, the same thing, you just change your perspective in him and then you'll find peace. If the prince of peace is living inside of you, you'll have peace, but you've got to turn to him. Amen. In that same chapter, in verse 33, he gives us the key to worry. It says, but seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. Seek his kingdom. 
renewing your mind, taking every thought captive, pulling down every stronghold, renewing your mind, focusing on the things of the kingdom. That's how we walk out this, this walk with victory. That's how we walk out this walk with joy and happiness and peace and all the fruits of the Spirit is in Him. That's how we fill the gaps of this life is with Him. I'd also like to read Romans 8 and, and verse 5. It says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is that enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. That's just tying everything together that I've been saying. The gaps that we have, we'll always have them gaps when we're in the flesh. You'll always feel like you're coming up short because you're relying on yourself. But when you get in the Spirit, you're relying on Christ. You're relying on what He paid for and what He done for us. Psalms 23 and 4. It says, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me, and your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. He protects us, and he comforts us. We don't have to be afraid. The next point is to launch ourselves into God's will, we must remain focused on Him. Declare where He is taking us and trust His ways. Your breakthrough is in the process. Your breakthrough is in the process. And a lot of times, that process is tough. Process is tough, but it's an opportunity to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. So instead of looking at the gaps as a gap, start looking at the gap as an opportunity to show that the kingdom of God is at hand, to show that it's an opportunity for us to fill them gaps with the love of God. We can never fill the gaps of life alone. If we could, Jesus never would have came. We will also feel like there's a gap always when we keep our minds on the things of the flesh. But in the spirit, we are made complete. Christ has given us everything to fill the gap. Christ has given us everything to fill the gap. In Ephesians 1, it says that he's given you all spiritual gifts. 
He's give you all, all things that you need to fill the gap. The second Thessalonians three. It says, But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command you. May the Lord lead your hearts into full understanding and expression of love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. That he's faithful. We can be confident in him. And patience through the gaps is where we learn. Each and every one of us can look back at, at everything that we went through, every trial and tribulation, and that's what I'm referring to as gaps. Anything that's not of the kingdom that, that causes a gap between us and the Father. That, them trials and stuff, when you get to looking back at the things that he's brought you from. And as he started in worship, sometimes we have to remember where we had came from. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful this morning. I'm thankful about where he's brought me from, how he pulled me out of a miry pit and put my, my foot on a solid rock, how he filled the gap with the love of Christ. I'm thankful for that this morning. God's bigger than your gap. Next point. Outline. God is bigger than your gap. He can bring you through. He's just waiting for you to invite him in. God's bigger than your gap. He can bring you through. He's just waiting on you to invite him. And as you look back at all of the things that he's brought you from, even when you thought that I'm not going to make it this week. I'm not going to be able to make it through. You look back at that, and you still see how he's brought you through. Hebrews 12 and 2, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the, right, right hand of, the throne of God. The author and finisher of our faith. In Hebrews 10 and 22, it says, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us draw near. So if he says, let us draw near, there must be a gap. He's saying, let us draw near by Jesus, the sprinkling of the blood, covering us. He's the author and finisher of our faith. I always plead the blood. 
the blood of Jesus. To draw near. Every time things that's got rough because I remember how God called me, it may seem crazy to you, but I remember how the Lord called me and I was in the shower and I was uh, real skeptical and the mirror had fogged up with condensation and I felt the Lord speak to me. This is a time when I was seeking God when I was trying to fill the gaps in my life and I felt him say, write Jesus on that mirror. And I did. And when I, when I wrote Jesus on it, began to run down the mirror. And I just said, Lord, that's, that's just condensation. He said, well, write Bradley up there. And when I did, it began to run. Or it didn't do nothing when I wrote Bradley. But then he said, write Jesus again above my name. When I did, it began to run. And he said, you are where you are because of the blood of Jesus. I've called you. So every time there's gaps in my life, every time that I feel like I can't go on, every time that I feel like uh, that I just can't do it, it's getting too hard, I remember because the way that he told me, the blood. I always go back to a place of Calvary. I always go back to a place when he was being beaten for me and as his flesh hung behind him as ribbons and as he stained every step up Calvary for me and that's what encourages me to go on because he could have quit. He could have he uh, had angels come down. He could have uh, just left, but he loved you enough to keep going on and by that blood, it fills the gap. What I'm trying to tell you is Jesus Christ filled every gap. He filled it with two pieces of wood and three nails and and by, and by his blood, he filled the gap between earth and heaven. And if you'll uh, turn to the blood, if you'll remember the blood, if you'll just get under the blood, it will fill every uh, hurt and hang up and everything that is separating you from the love of God. It will complete you. You're made complete in Christ Jesus. That's where you find your uh, breakthrough. That's where you find your refuge. That's where you find your strength. That's where you fall in love with Jesus because you realize what he's done for you. That's where you can cry, Abba, Father, because what he's done for you. He's filled that gap. He has filled that gap and made you sons and daughters of the Most High God. Our next point, through Christ, anything is possible. Before we can enter into the promised land, we must first break through our gaps. And we break through them gaps. The Bible also teaches us this in 1 Samuel in 15. It says, obedience is better than sacrifice. But this is what I've learned. If there is obedience, there will be sacrifice. If there's obedience, there will be sacrifice. I'm obedient to him. I love him. And when he asks me to do something, I'm going to want to do it for the kingdom. I want to fill them gaps by the love of God. It says in Philippians 4 and 13, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I can do everything through Christ that gives me strength. If you're here this morning and the gaps of life feel overwhelming, 
gaps between you and your wife, gaps between you and a son or daughter that may be addicted to drugs, or you've been praying for them, there's gaps that you'd like to see them get saved. I'm here to tell you, there's hope in the blood of Jesus. It fills every gap. And it says, not only does it fill the gap, but it it cleanses our conscience. The blood runs so deep. Not only does it fill every gap, but it, it cleanses our conscience when we know who we are in Christ. We can do all things through Him. At this time, I'd like to pray. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today's the day. The Bible says today's the day of salvation. The kingdom of God is at hand. You don't have to leave the same way that you came. Prayer team, if you would, would start working your way to the front. there's anybody here this morning the gaps just feel like they're overwhelming we'd like to ask you to come and pray and let Christ fill them gaps fill it by his precious blood every gap in your life God wants to fill them now every sickness is a gap every hurt Every hang-up, every addiction is a gap, and Christ wants to fill it now. Would you come? God, fill the gaps in our lives until we overflow with the love of God. Fill us until there's no more gaps, Father. But when you look down from heaven, and you look on us, all you see is Jesus instead of gaps in our life. Fill us, O God.